Hi and welcome to Get Fit Guy. This is Kevin Don. For my listeners in the Northern Hemisphere, or those of you in the northern area of the flat earth, it's heading into winter. This means that some of you will poke your little toes out from under the blankie, quickly pull them back in and say, screw the gym this morning. Or maybe you do like the brisk and bracing weather and you head out early first thing for a circuit at your local park or maybe to the gym, which may not have proper heating and lead to you feeling quite stiff and unprepared when you arrive. So today I'm going to cover a bunch of helpful stuff for you about training when it's cold. So cold weather presents some unique challenges for fitness enthusiasts and athletes who want to maintain their workout routines and achieve their fitness goals. Exercising in cold weather requires special considerations because the cold affects muscle function, it can increase the risk of injury and make it more challenging to stay motivated. So let's just look at some of the physiological effects of the cold. So first of all, you've got decreased muscle temperature. So when the, the temperature of your muscles decrease, they become less elastic, which leads to the um, increased risk of strains and tears. Next thing is reduced blood flow. So cold weather leads to vasoconstriction, which is a narrowing of your blood vessels, which decreases blood flow to the muscles. This impairs oxygen delivery to the muscle during workout, and it also impedes recovery after workout because we don't have nutrients getting delivered properly to the area. Next thing is we've got decreased lung function, and this is because cold air, just like the cold weather, narrows your blood vessels, it narrows and constricts your airways. This leads to decreased lung function, making it harder to breathe or have a consistent breathing rhythm during workouts. And finally, on the sort of more extreme end of the scale, it's possible to get hypothermia. So exercising in really cold conditions or without proper layering or, or clothing protection against the cold can lead to a dangerous drop in body temperature. So these physiological effects really underscore the need for a thoughtful approach to cold weather exercise. So I would like you guys to think about emphasizing your warm-up because you should be doing a well-structured warm-up anyway, but let's just have a look at the importance of a warm-up in the cold. So first of all, it'll help to increase your core body temperature. The whole point of a general warm-up is to raise the body temperature. And in cold weather, this is even more important because if the outside weather is colder than your body temperature, then you lose heat very, very fast. The next thing is enhanced muscle function. As we mentioned earlier, the cold weather makes your muscles less flexible and more stiff, and they're not going to be quite as responsive to exercise. So it's important in the cold weather, we really get a general warm-up done. Next thing is that it will help with your oxygen delivery, and the delivery of nutrients, which are going to be essential for workout when your muscles are contracting. They do need fuel. So it's going to help to increase your heart rate, and this will really get the blood pumping. And the next thing up is mental preparation. So you should never be showing up at the gym without a plan. But i got to tell you that every time I go to the gym, I see people walk in the door, and their eyes are just darting around the room, uh, and they're just looking for, okay, what piece of equipment is free right now? And then they just jump straight on it and go to town. So this is a terrible, terrible idea. Now, if you do have that uh, 
modus operandi that you show up to the gym without a clue, then doing some kind of intentional warm-up at least will give you some time to think about what you might do that day that makes sense. So it's important to get yourself dialed in mentally. So let's talk about some specific strategies for warming up in cold weather. So first one is stretches. So we've got some dynamic stretches, which I'm not normally a huge fan of. Um, I prefer static stretching, but these are more effective in the cold weather um, because, again, it gets the blood moving. So we've got things like leg swings, arm circles, maybe some high knees, and this helps to increase your range of motion, keeping your body moving, and then we get some blood flow. Next one is some cardiovascular activity. You know, begin with some light cardio to raise your heart rate and your core temperature. You could do a few minutes of jogging, um, 500 meters on a rowing machine, upright bike or ski erg, something like that. Maybe even some uh, moderately paced burpees. The idea is to just begin to break a little sweat, feel warm, but not overly fatigue yourself. Next thing is layer your clothing, right? Dress in layers so that during your warm-up, you're still keeping warm, and as you get warmer, you can begin to take layers off, right? So you want to have some moisture-wicking base layers. Um, I know there are all sorts of like technical fabrics out there. I just like plain cotton T-shirts, to be honest. Um, and then you want to add some kind of insulation layer on top of that, so maybe something like a light fleece, um, and then on top of that, a windbreaker, um, and then you can add layers again if you begin to cool down. You can take layers off. So this is a good idea. I mean, uh, last week at the gym, I saw a guy um, bench pressing in jeans and a bubble jacket. So don't be that guy. You want to do some active warm-up games. Um, incorporating fun and engaging activities uh, like agility drills, you know, ladder runs, something like that, um, makes things more enjoyable and motivating, even if it's freezing cold. Um, and even more fun if you have a training partner, you could maybe throw a med ball to each other or do some rowing sprints in kind of like a you go, I go style. Breathing exercises, uh, some practice of, of deep breathing exercises can help expand your lung capacity and prepare your respiratory system for the challenges of exercising in the cold. I like to do box breathing, where you breathe in for four seconds, you hold it for four, you exhale for four, and you hold that for four. Next thing is actually targeted muscle activation. Um, you know, you want to focus on muscle groups that will be heavily used in your workout. Perform movements that will mimic the exercises you plan to do. This is why it's important to have a plan. Um, and this will come after your general warm-up. And just think about it. I mean, it's pretty obvious, right, that push-ups are not a very good warm-up for the squat. And likewise, squats are probably not a great specific warm-up for the bench press. So think about doing targeted muscle activation. Next thing is maybe even just some extended warm-ups. In really cold weather, consider a longer warm-up session to give your body time to adapt. This is especially beneficial if you're doing outdoor activities, even if it's just a jog rather than, you know, winter sports, but also sports that might require a lot of muscle pliability. I know that when I'm doing karate, I spend probably 10 to 15 minutes on my stretching in, um, in the summertime, 
but I probably spend 30 to 40 minutes, so more than double that time in the winter months. So now we'll move on to some strength training specifics because there are several key considerations for optimizing that kind of thing in uh, cold weather. So first of all, it's whether or not you're training indoors and outdoors. Right In cold weather, that kind of choice will obviously significantly impact your workout. Indoor facilities have a great um, ability of controlling the temperature, and there are fewer environmental challenges, whereas training outdoors is you know refreshing, can give you a bit of a different scenery, but of course you've got things like slippery surfaces potentially. Before anyone emails me saying, nobody trains outdoors in the winter. I used to live in Iceland, okay? Every single Viking up there is training outdoors in the winter, so don't even do it. Okay, next thing is cold weather gear. We've already mentioned earlier about layering yourself, but having proper attire for whatever kind of training you're doing is even more important in the cold. So invest in some moisture-wicking, insulating, weather-resistant clothing, maybe gloves or a hat to keep your extremities warm, and footwear choices are also very important. Like, you don't want to be going out for a run in the wintertime and you know, like a pair of chucks, right? You don't want to wear tennis shoes on ice. So get yourself some properly made outdoor shoes, maybe something for trail running or something like that, something super grippy. Um, The next thing is hydrate properly. It's really easy to think that you only need to be down in the water like a maniac in the heat, but you also need to do it in the wintertime because it's critical for maintaining your performance muscle pliability and health, and also avoiding cramps. So keep hydrated. And finally, you know, think about adjusting the intensity of your workout. You've got to recognize that in very cold conditions, your body is already working harder than normal because it's trying to maintain its baseline temperature. So you might have to adjust the intensity and duration of your workouts during winter training to avoid overexertion. Um... And and just think about, you know, you could add in different equipment as well, right? So if you are training outdoors, for example, do you want to be putting your hands on a freezing cold barbell? The reverse is also true in summer. My, my friend Big Jesus um, burned his hands on um, his pull-up rig, which was outdoors in his backyard in West Hollywood. Um, so you've always got to think about doing different things in different weather sets, whether it's the cold or the hot. So if you were training outdoors and you've had a barbell sitting out there all night, maybe you want to use some like resistance bands or something like that instead where you're not going to get freezer burn across your palm. But also, one of the greatest challenges of cold weather exercise really is maintaining motivation, right? The combination of low temperatures, the reduced daylight, and the desire to just be cozy can make it really difficult to stick to a routine. So here's some things that might help you stay motivated. The first thing is to set super clear goals. Define some fitness goals for the end of winter and then reverse engineer a plan to help you achieve them because having clear objectives always helps with a sense of purpose and motivation. Next thing, find a workout buddy. So exercising with a friend is a great motivator. You're less likely to skip a workout if someone is counting on you and it's always fun to beat someone. Next is have a very consistent schedule. So establish a regular workout schedule and stick to it. I know a lot of people work different shifts and stuff like that, but it's always harder if it's like, you know, on a Monday you're at the gym at 7 a.m. and a Tuesday you're there at 3 p.m. and on a Wednesday it's 10 a.m. That's no good. 
try to get a block of time that you can set aside that's consistent. Next thing, I've already touched on it, is if the outdoor conditions are really cold or harsh, like join a gym, it's not that expensive. And, and, you know, go run on the treadmill. Because, yes, of course, I'm a huge fan. I've already said it on this show before about getting outdoors and being exposed to vitamin D. There is no vitamin D coming at you in the dark. Okay, so don't worry about that. Um, And having the option to just go in a nice warm gym and, you know, maybe have a nice shower or a, a sauna afterwards just makes it a lot more manageable and appealing, right? Sometimes it's not about just doing everything absolutely optimally correct. It's just about doing what you can to get things done, okay? The next thing is celebrate your achievements. Recognize and celebrate your achievements, even if they're small, uh, just tiny milestones, or even if they are large fitness goals. Giving yourself that positive reinforcement can really boost your motivation. And focus on enjoyment. In the winter, it's going to be harder to get out of bed and go to the gym to do something you don't really like that much. So if you're choosing things that you enjoy more and things that you're looking forward to, you're way more likely to stay committed. All right, if you have any more questions about training in the extremities of the heat or the cold, send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. And if you send me an email, hey, I might even feature you on the show. Get Fit Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, Cameron Lacey, and Brannon Getches. I'm your host, Kevin Don. If you have a question for me, leave me a voicemail at 510-353-3104 or send me an email, getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app.